Attention all podcasts of the Solar Federation. We have assumed control. We have assumed control. We have assumed control. I got a joke for you. Okay. What did the DJ name his son? I don't know. What? Eric. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Intergalactic Boombox, a glorious exploration of the human condition. Oh, sorry. Wrong promo. (laughs) Nerdy news, etc. From voice actor Kyle Hebert. Hey, that's me. Later this summer, I'll be returning as Gohan in Dragon Ball Super Superhero in theaters and select IMAX screens August 19th in North America. Shout out to the Alcapella Symphony Orchestra. hey gigawatts of awesome! The Intergalactic Boombox is brought to you by sponsors that we wish were real, just because they're fun to say, such as Poopy Penelope's Porta Potty Emporium, the National Coalition of Toothpick Jenga Players, and Dusty's Giant Empty Room Hotel for Intensive Hoarder Therapy. I want to thank everyone for all the birthday wishes on various social media. I turned 53 on June 14th. And uh, that very day, the Dragon Ball Super Superhero dub movie trailer dropped. And um, I also had some fun recording sessions this past week and uh, been spending a lot of weeknights actually directing mobile games. And one of the titles has been available actually for the past couple of years, but there's new DLC on iOS and Android. It's called Mobile Legends Bang Bang. Now, this podcast is value for value enabled, meaning listeners can voluntarily choose any amount to stream micropayments directly to this show while listening on a Podcasting 2.0 app, such as Fountain. Send a custom message, along with a custom amount of support for a special mention on the show. Those are called Boostograms. Boost. Your dollars are converted into internet tokens, basically, called Satoshis. Fountain shows your podcast wallet amount in either denomination for your convenience. And this whole thing is way cooler than a boring old Patreon or preset subscription model. You decide what the content you hear is worth. Ten cents? Ten dollars? Up to you. That is what we call value for value. Visit newpodcastapps.com and upgrade your podcast player today. Sat cats sending those sweet sats, aka Satoshis, through a Podcasting 2.0 app while they listen, including Dave Jones from the Podcasting 2.0 podcast. He sends the simple message, Boost! Boost! Along with his sat donation of 11,506 sats through Castomatic. And user 6554141732820062 on Fountain sent 95 sats and said, Thanks for all the good work, Gohan, and keep gritting those teeth. Yay for Gurren Lagan reference. Stem R42 also sent 100 sats through Fountain. The question of the week. What is your favorite podcast genre? I listen to a lot of things. Tech, wrestling, true crime, audio dramas, and I especially love podcasts about podcasting. How about you? M. Mahoney says true crime and likes the Case File podcast. Friendly Neighborhood Frenchman digs Weekly Weebs podcast and Nerdy Talk podcast. Dark Otaku Prince personally enjoys wrestling shows like Busted Open Radio and Talk is Jericho. Yeah, I like Talk is Jericho too, especially when he does the paranormal stuff. Bobby Steele says I like any podcast podcast that will entertain me on my way to work or bowling. For example, a sports podcast called Don Cherry's Grapevine and short audio stories called The Truth. The Truth is really good audio fiction, like audio drama. TK23 Baseball says, to be honest, yours is the first and only podcast I listen to. Woohoo! 
I enjoy the 15 minutes, and it reminds me of radio bits that I know you're quite familiar with from Disney. When time permits, I'll venture out to some sports podcast, as I am a baseball fan. Metis from Fun Fact Friday podcast says, audio drama, geek and tech news, good friends chatting about a topic they're passionate about. I will give any genre a try, except sports. Here's something cool. My old radio buddy, Brian, suggests Conan O'Brien needs a friend and fly on the wall, which is David Spade and Dana Carvey. I've heard both those shows. They are fantastic, Brian, I gotta say. What's even cooler is that David Spade actually liked that reply. Birdman Dodd says, Canadian true crime podcast, amazingly well-researched and presented. Insta Transmission says, I love Sasquatch Chronicles, five-minute podcast and the Log Cabin podcast. Sneaky Chumbers says, Comedy, Bean and Superbad. I Am Wondering Snake says, Always looking for great horror podcast. No sleep is amazing. I'll have to check some of these out, guys. Thank you. Question. What is a movie or TV show you hope they never remake? Now, Hollywood is cast in on the nostalgia factor with audiences, with numerous reboots and remakes through the years, with rarely an actual successful end product. But some things should be sacred. Wizard of Oz, for example, one of my all-time favorites. I just cannot see it working with any sort of contemporary spin. You know, ruined with hip-hop or auto-tune versions of the songs, or take the John Hughes classics from the 80s, Ferris Bueller, Breakfast Club, 16 Candles. Now, granted, some of those jokes just wouldn't play today anyway. They were a cultural snapshot from back in the day. But I'm not looking for examples of, of things that would just now be considered politically incorrect. I want a movie or TV show that was like lightning in a bottle, just so special, unique, original, and timeless that it would literally be a crime to remake or reboot. Let's stick to things that actually haven't been remade or rebooted. Fans have enough to be grumpy about, so let's dig deep into the recesses of our geeky minds. What is something you hope Hollywood never remakes or reboots? At Boombox Pod. Hey, what you doing on Labor Day? Besides, not laboring. Sony wants your butt back in the theater for Spider-Man No Way Home, the more fun stuff version. Now, I'm not seeing a runtime here, but it's definitely an extended cut. You want to skip this and just wait for the inevitable double dip Blu-ray or streaming version? Or just wait for someone to upload clips to YouTube and catch them before Sony gets them yanked? Why are they doing this? Well, money. But other than that, it is Spider-Man's 60th anniversary in September. That yeah, sounds pretty cool. More of a good movie has the potential to be a good thing, at least as a curiosity, you know. The Snyder Cut rocked. But would the spider cut be any good? Maybe if they tack on episodes of Spidey from the old kids show, The Electric Company. Join us next time when Spidey says, Funko has made a killing with their pop figurines, draining bank accounts of fans worldwide with endless variants, and series commemorating limitless pop culture institutions. Mondo has made a killing of their own through the years with a boutique of high-end collectible toys, limited-run movie poster artist reimaginations, and vinyl soundtracks. I've got several things in my collection, like a, a really cool The Thing poster, Mad Max Fury Road soundtrack, and Alien vinyl box set. It's really, really awesome. This past week, Funko has officially taken Mondo off of Alamo Drafthouse's hands and purchased them. No numbers were disclosed on uh, Funko's acquisition of Mondo, but one thing is for sure. About to be a lot broker. Hey, that's not a word. Hush, it just sounded good. There's a new entry in the Tech Museum Internet Explorer. It had a good run, too, 27 years. Ooh. 
Sure, everyone knew it was coming to an end as Microsoft continues to focus on its current Edge browser. So say goodbye, and in many people's opinion, good riddance to the 90s iconic letter E with a ring around it. I wonder how many people even use Edge as their preferred browser. Let me do a quick Goog. 10.7% of desktop users. And Chrome dominates at 66.58%. Holy Ryan Gosling in his Ken cosplay. What in the wide world of sports are you doing? Bubba, first of all, I didn't use your wake word to summon you. This is slightly disturbing. Second, I just decided to search something on my phone because it's faster. Faster? Oh, I see how it is. AI assistant pump and dump. Love them and leave them. Is that how it is, Captain Crappuccino? Aw, Bubba, I didn't know you cared. You just keep on giving other search engines a good goog. I'll find myself another podcast on Spaceship where I am appreciated. Bubba, are you seriously jealous? Oh, I'm totes jelly, Curious George. I'm sentient. I got feelings. And you're Southern, for some reason. I am what you made me. You know, Southerners are known for their hospitality and being really nice, so what's your damage? Oh, bless your heart. I understood that reference. Took me 40 plus years to learn that phrase actually means, wow, you're pathetic. If the boot fits. What? If the boot fits. Bubba, why don't you just go watch the viral video of a Spider-Man dummy being flung through the air and crashing into the side of a building on repeat? Don't mind if I do. Anyway, Internet Explorer shall explore no more. Endless crashes and vulnerabilities, i.e., you will be missed. Not. Conspiracy here from my top secret bunker in Pahrump, Nevada, where there's definitely not any UFO activity. Those glowing lights are just my drunk neighbor, Angus Blubberfell, <coughs> trying desperately to keep his drones in the air by duct taping fireworks all over them. And now, all the news you can't use. Page one. Smart guys at the University of Tokyo have created robot skin. A creepy, sweaty-looking finger in a Petri dish that looks like skin, feels like skin, and is essentially made of human skin cells. Ew. This robot digit sits in a nutrient soup made up of collagen and epidermal cells and can repel water and self-heals. But it's got to stay dipped in the goo, otherwise it'll dry out. Looks like our eventual robot overlords are already giving humanity the finger. <laughs> Proud of that one. Page two. Nobody likes a gold digger, ending up with a credit card maxing significant other in exchange for nice arm candy. But hey, using someone for their money is so millennial. How about using someone for their Netflix account? TikToker Pia Blossom admits she's been password poaching the Netflix of a dude she had one date with four years ago. Her profile is even still there. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, okay, Ken, let me stop you there. Is that really such a big deal? <sighs> Herbert, this makes me want to rage quit dating apps. How's your blood pressure, man? I wouldn't know. Aliens and the Illuminati are controlling that. Just ask them. Check the implant on the back of my neck, will you? That's just your shirt tag. Y anyway, you're on dating apps? I'm on the only dating app dedicated to truthers. Talk fringy to me. Sounds cringy to me. What? Nothing. So, did this guy ever delete her profile from his Netflix? Nope. Oh, the new Jordan Peele movie. That looks good. This guy created a TikTok just to read the comments to her viral video. Hope he's still single. Otherwise, his current girlfriend's gonna have a meltdown when she logs in. Who the hell is Pia? Because it's certainly not Mia. <laughs> that was good, too. I'm on a roll. Page three. 
What do you do when a pothead moocher X racks up 12 grand in credit card debt and you can't get him to pay you back? Well, you can't get blood from a turnip. However, glassy-eyed McLazy Pants added a bunch of Funko Pops to his already huge collection in between tokes. Reddit user Distinct Variation 44 described the sitch. Her ex lost his job and she allowed him to move in when he claimed he had money in savings. She said, quote, The peanut gallery of dead-eyed Marvel superheroes watching me sleep should have clued me into the fact that I made the biggest mistake of my life by letting the world's largest baby move in with me. End quote. Then came the ultimatum. Pay up or I'll sue you. She even warned him. I'm going to sell your Funko Pops. I'll do it. I swear to Zod. Well, Slack Sparrow finally caved and tearfully gave her the thumbs up to sell his dust-gathering binge results to settle up his self-indulgent tab. Now, let me go on the record by stating that collecting things is cool and it is fun. But if you don't keep yourself in check, you'll be broke and living in a hoarder's nightmare. You know, Ken, that brings up a good point. How many Funko Pops do you have? And I'm spent. That's all the news you can't use. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. Answer the question, dude. How many Funko Pops do you have? Oh, uh, look. Zoom is ending the call. Uh, you know, I think I see hundreds of Funko Pops behind you there, actually. These aren't mine. I'm just storing them for my friends at Area 51. Conspiracy here from my dump in Pahrump. Hold on. Is that a Sailor Moon Funko Pop back there? Herc, I'm not saying I hate you, but I would unplug your life support to charge my phone. Aw, look at the time. The Intergalactic Boombox is pre-recorded live in a studio full of cardboard cutouts because we couldn't get any actual people to show up. Guests of the show stay at home because it's cheaper that way. And is brought to you by Heart Explosion Energy Drinks. Just take a sip and see what happens. Remember, kids, the day you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit. However, check the fridge and throw out all the bad fruit you swore you were going to eat three weeks ago. Ooh. Better yet, just give it to your kid to use as a science experiment. Till next time, doodles.